I had a feeling, yeah. You were like, oh, let's, let's just like keep the, that It's all like the out. main part of the entire... It was very we educational. It was a very special episode. I was actually going to ask you if you guys have any weekend rituals. Like, is there something that you wake up and there's something that you... Not, not that you necessarily have to do, but it's like, is there something that you like to do to start the weekend? Start it right. I would say, I would honestly sleep in because I don't get to do it the rest of the, rest of the week and the kids don't let, you know... Like kids, like if the kids are still asleep, so you get to sleep in. I want to sleep. Andrew doesn't get to sleep in. It depends. It depends. I mean, the kids slept pretty late today. I want to say they all they all slept till like nine, so that was nice. And Kira actually slept till like eleven, maybe later. I kind of have this weird ritual thing that I I always do where because I always wake up early anyway, like earlier than Brenda. So um, I'll wake up, and I know she does, she's not really interested in these things, so. Uh, I, I start up YouTube and I watch these like it's kind of weird, but it's it's kind of relaxing to watch these. But I watch these like house tour videos of fancy <laughs> houses. Yeah, it's like I these like, like mansions and stuff up in like the Hollywood Hills or something. Mostly it's, it's mostly Southern California. He travels around a bit, but the the YouTuber's name is Ennis Yomazur. Ennis is E-N-E-S. Um, and yeah, he's he's like this former real estate agent guy. And he just kind of goes around and every week he has this like fancy new house to show off. And um, I, I just like enjoy the, the methods of the touring that he does. So it's like he kind of explains the little interesting facts about the house. And then he does a little walkthrough. And, you know, he, he walks you through the front door and he talks about like all the little materials or like the design of the house. And then he walks you through like the bathrooms and the, the bedrooms and stuff like that. I just find it wholesome and relaxing. So I just like to start my weekend off with uh, one of those videos. That is interesting. I think one of my one of my rituals is yeah, I'll I'll wake up in the morning feeling like P Diddy. Nice. If Abby's at like seeing a client or something and everything is still closed up, I'll come out, open everything, and then I'll wiggle the mouse. It's always that I'll wiggle the mouse, even if I'm not gonna play anything. I just always have to go over to the computer and wiggle the mouse, turn it on, Wake and it then. Up. I I generally do watch videos myself. Um, I uh, I'm a big fan of a tech tuber by the name of uh, Optimum Tech. God, he has got really awesome quality videos on all kinds of really high end computer stuff. He sounds like you, Eric, if you were from the UK. What? He's, he's, like, he's like me, but better. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, I went to the dog park today and I found a British couple there and it's freaking awesome. In the wild. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. You know, one of the things I that kind of got me thinking when I was watching this was the clothing and the style. What, like, what was your guys' grade school oh, so clothing 90s. styles? Because, like, mine were pretty shit, I must say. In high school? Just, yeah, like, in grade school in general. I feel like I went through a couple different phases. Oh, I was going to say, definitely Eric, you know, like, during the 90s when this movie actually came out. You were wearing very colorful hand-me-downs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I also had, like, this uh, skater style for a while there. And then I transitioned to more, like, hip-hop. And it was, like, super ultra baggy. Because that was, like, what I thought was the cool thing at the time. Yeah. My style was pretty shitty <laughs> in high school. <laughs> or in, in grade oh, school man. in general. Yeah. Grade school for me, I wore all white. And when I say all white, dude, I, I wore a white shirt with literal white pants. And then, like, straight up white like Reeboks or nice. like K Swiss. That's what my mom dressed me in. Oh, Shit, she picked it like, out. Like what? Huh? Yeah, she just like this will match. This is nice. It's like, dude, she pulls out a shirt and some patches. Like white, white that matches. 
and 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 I'm white as fuck. Like you know what's so funny <laughs> is I would walk out right of Payless, yay yay, rest in peace, and <laughs> right. like with 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 just the whitest of shoes, and it'd be so white. It'd be blinding me, dude. I'd be like, oh, damn, dude. You just had to put a little time on them, and then they wouldn't be as white. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So should we uh, hop into the movie then? I'll do the intro. Okay. okay. Yeah. How are you doing, everybody? Welcome to Affliction Autos Podcast, episode 19, our special December bonus episode. My name is Eric, and the other voices occupying your head this time are a proud mother of three, Lab Geek. My sister and co-host, Stephanie. What up? And please join us in welcoming today's special guest, my good friend and colleague, Ryan. Yo, what's going on, man? (laughs) Thank you to all the listeners out there for joining us. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of the major podcast streaming services. New episodes drop on the first Saturday of each month, 5 a.m. Pacific. Afflictionados is a monthly podcast where we primarily talk about films that range from mind-numbing to mind-blowing. We also sometimes cover TV shows or other forms of media. We will be getting into spoilers here. Only be the healthiest amount of expletives tossed in, you have been warned. Now, if you're ready, then get ready, because in today's episode, we will be discussing the Disney animated comedy classic and musical, A Goofy Movie. Woo! Oh, yeah. One of my lifelong favorites. Childhood. When Max makes a preposterous promise to a girl he has a crush on, his chances of fulfilling it seems hopeless when he is dragged into a cross-country trip with his embarrassing father, Goofy. Ryan was actually asking this when you stepped away, Steph, but Ryan was asking me how long it's been since I've seen the movie, and I think it's probably been like a good couple decades really you haven't watched it in that long i hadn't seen this i totally forgot about this movie that's so funny because like i watch it pretty frequently like at least a couple times a year and so it's pretty much always fresh in my mind every couple years really no this is one of my favorites like i really i enjoy watching it i sing all the songs you know it's funny because i watched it yesterday and i think it might have been that well i've tried to watch it with julian before but yesterday, I just put it on, and I was like, I don't care if Julian tries to watch it with me or whatever. But at some point, he comes out from the playroom, and he's watching it with me. I feel like Julian would like that movie. You'd think so, but uh, he uh, he doesn't like when people sing along with stuff. And so I musicals. Pretty much, like, I'm singing along the first song that they sing together when they're in the car and stuff, and they're, like, on the freeway. On the open road? Yeah, that one. And, um... And I'm singing along with it and everything, and Julian's just like, no, stop singing! And I was like, No! I'm going to sing along if I want to. Jeez. Oh, he doesn't like when, when people sing over. Yes. Ah, okay. See, my wife is the same, the same exact thing. Like there were certain parts of the movie where I would like kind of sing like little parts just because it would come back to me. Right. As a kid, I'm like, Oh my God, I totally remember that part. And, and yeah, I, I, I remember that, that scene. And I would kind of, kind of sing a little bit, like whatever came to mind. I would just feel the like I would just feel like the like the slight look over. Right? Like she wouldn't look the whole way, but but there's just like the like, a, are you gonna stop? What was cool about this movie was the director Kevin Lima. He had worked on several Disney movies previously, but a Goofy movie was actually his directorial debut, yeah. and he would go on to direct Tarzan and Hundred Two Dalmatians. Oh, Tarzan is another one of my all-time favorites. Oh yeah, I knew you'd like the Tarzan part. Oh, and that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Phil Collins, dude, like my brother's uh, girlfriend does. 
just chef's kiss, man. Tarzan is is one of my favorites. Funny thing, Abby saw all that in Spanish, but that's a whole other <laughs> podcast we could talk just on. Just like Shrek. <laughs> yeah, like if, Shrek. If you guys remember the Shrek story, th- this is the Ryan that I was talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's me. Yeah, it's the one with uh, Michael and I is one of those episodes. Um, but I don't know if you guys knew this about Goofy Movie. It's in the same universe as the animated TV sitcom Goof Troop, serving as its spiritual successor, which I did not know. I didn't know that either. That show does. I know, love star, that show. You know, Goofy and Max, so that would make sense. They yeah. look a little different. So they I do. Think, and Goof Troop was what, like early 90s or something? So this is more like late 90s. And... This is 1995, and then Goof Troop was 1991, 1992, I believe. I, I wouldn't have remembered. I was way too young to even recognize any of that, you know, the resemblance. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I actually, I haven't seen much of it. But, um, you know, I watched a Goofy movie in Disney Plus, and they give you like suggestions, like related, related content kind of thing afterwards. And Goof Troop came up, and I was like, "Oh, when was this?" And yeah, I was like, 91, 92. Yeah, it's pretty cool because they do look pretty close. But obviously, in this movie, since it's it's like further in the timeline, they, they've been aged up. So mm-hmm. Max looks more like a teenager now, whereas like back then he was kind of just like a elementary yeah. school age. Right, he's in high school right now. He's like finishing high school. That's who he's like doing all that amazing stuff in the concert or not the concert uh, during the, the assembly, the prep rally. Yeah, dude, he's come a long way. <laughs> when what's his name is like, yo, Stacy, talk, talk to me, me talk, talk to me, me, talk to me, baby. Dude, that's so funny. Thing is, like, he's funny. All, you know, he that dude was you know dorky looking and whatnot, but yeah. I bet he was Star like Trekky, so cool in uh in high school, right? Because everybody looks kind of yeah. weird. At, at that age yeah. everyone was in their awkward stage i feel very very close in relation to bobby in the movie bobby. because he's the techie guy mm. yeah he's the techie guy and he's that like tubular dude and i feel like you know and like all also just like, like how animal. i talk <laughs> yeah he is like when he walks into the um principal's office after the whole thing and he's just like uh, Mr. Mazer, what's up, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> he's so funny. I love that character. I wish they gave me more of him. And then they give you more of him in the second movie, oh, which is okay. Cool. I never saw the second one. Yeah, I never saw the second one until I want to say like a year or two ago, and it's not the same. It fell into that whole direct-to-video means shit. So it, that I felt like for me that was one of the examples to kind of back that up. I'm going to say you guys are wrong. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. No, I I love Extremely Goofy Movie. And here's why. Here, Here's why. Okay, go from, yeah, the 1990s movie to then early 2000s. They went to Digital Ink, right? There wasn't as much hand draw. They were starting to kind of get into that CGI and Digital Ink and stuff. But they also were catering to, now Max is in college. Mm-hmm. College, college. And so, yeah, I mean, like, he he grew up and everything, but then he goes through that whole thing and it is just it's crazy to hear him say, like, get get your own life and I have my own life in the first one a bunch when he's, like, yelling at his dad and, and their button heads and stuff and his dad's just like, no, man, come on, I want you, like, as, like, like to love me as much as I love you. That's that's what I got out of this movie is is it's a dad who is literally doing everything that he can, a single dad, yeah. mind you, doing everything he can to, to grab hold and be a part of his son's Never life. Never let him go. And I can't tell you how many times I teared up during that movie when as a kid, I didn't understand half of the shit that was happening. Yeah. Like, 
at all until now it's like wow it really made me go on a roller coaster of emotion watching this movie again as an adult and here i am (laughs) i'm over here like taking notes i'm like don't do that don't do that don't Mm -hmm. do that (laughs) <laughs> right um i want to ask you guys since you guys had you guys watch this movie all the time and you guys are definitely familiar not all the time with, oh, okay so not, not, time. not every year not every yeah. couple years for you but yeah no this this it had been a long time like you dude not not as long but it had been a long okay. time since i've sat through start to finish of but it seemed movie. like you you actually had a a lot more of uh the the movie kind of baked into your memory because for me I, I i feel like i forgot a lot about this movie so this was a hell of a nostalgia trip going back but did you guys know that goofy had a real full name no what's the oh full name you you might need to sit down for those listening at home because this <laughs> so is ridiculous goodness. so <laughs> goofy's full name goofy is basically a nickname um, his full character name is well. Isn't Goofy their last name? Oh no, Goof, Goof is the last yeah. name. Yeah, so Goofy is just a like a a nickname of their last name. So his Goofy's full name is Goofer G Goof or G G Goofy for short. <laughs> oh goodness! What Goofer G Goof? Goofer G Goofer G Goof? What the hell? I love it. <laughs> this is the best name I've heard. Okay, ever. I don't know if you noticed. Okay, because here's the thing. If you if you see the map, like he shows the map the very first it time shows, he lays it, it out on the card, he shows the name and grandpa's right, and it shows a couple of names at the bottom. It says Walter P. Goofy, and then Benjamin Goofy, and then those are both crossed out, and it just because it says this map belongs to, and it's a, and then it says those names are crossed out, and it just says all Goofies, so mm-hmm. it makes it look like Goofy is the last that, name G O O S E Y, and and the thing is the confusion doesn't even end there because originally. Goofy popped up in like those old school Mickey Mouse cartoons. There, his name was Dippy Dog. What? Oh, he's <laughs> just like some funny. background character. So they they took a background character and fleshed it out basically. And yeah, it's like now it's like who the hell knows what his name is? Everyone just calls him Goofy. We'll see, but 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 in the scene where they're uh, uh, on the road, right, and they're and they're bouncing and everything, which there's a lot of shit going on in mm-hmm. that part. I never really realized, and we we talk about that in a second. But um, they. They give us Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse, and yeah. Mickey Mouse yeah. for a quick moment. Yeah. And it's like, oh! Hitchhiking on the side of the road. <laughs> and you don't even hear him. You don't even hear Donald. Yeah. No no voice actor. They couldn't hire him that day. No voice actor. Couldn't get him in oh, the book. <laughs> they should have just hired you. Oh, boy. Oh, Mickey. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> <laughs> they could have just said that. I, I was looking at, I'm looking at this, this map now. Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to look up those names. But one thing that I did notice is that they went to New Orleans at some point, you know, because mm. they show like the French Quarter and the mime and stuff. Yeah, like that was when they to dropped the piano on the way. mime. Yeah, yeah, the map doesn't actually dip down into Louisiana. So honestly, there is a lot of that that route that doesn't make any sense. They they do like donuts at some point in the middle of the map for no reason. Right. It's just let's yeah, go through the same go. few states a couple times and then we'll head out. <laughs> There was something about that animation that I really liked. It's fun. And, my, and Julian was like, why are they driving on the map? <laughs> on the map. And I was like, how do I explain this to a four-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a representation of their travel. It's the symbolism. Yeah. Um, That's and another part, another time, oh, what was another part where he, he was confused? Oh, he got so mad. This is, this is hilarious. Julian got so freaking pissed. Because he would not accept that Goofy was a father. 
Really? Why is that? Yeah, and he's like, Goofy's not a dad. He's he's just goofy kind of thing, you know? And I was like, yeah, he's a dad. There's a son. Like, they're hugging right now, you know, kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> but he just... Interesting. I mean, to him, it's just, like, Mickey and Goofy and, you know, Donald and Daisy, and, like, those are the characters, and that's it. Like, he could not accept that Goofy wasn't just a character on his own, that he's a father with, like, a, a backstory and a life. So the thing and... is, what about Donald Duck? He has nephews, <laughs> you know? So why can't Goofy have a son? I don't know. Ask Julian. He's the one who's, who's pissed about it. That was funny. I, I want to know what his uh, reasoning is for, like, not accepting him as a father. I'll have to ask him. I'll be like, why can't Goofy be a dad? Maybe it's because he thinks that he's he's too stupid to be a dad. I don't That's think so. I don't know. I, don't, he's, like he's, I mean, he's four. I don't know if he really thinks that deep into things you know i don't know it seems like he's picking up quite a bit honestly like the whole driving on the map thing like i wouldn't have even questioned that as a kid that's true let julian know that goofy a single father to his 14 year old son max goof (laughs) (laughs) is uh that's actually how how it's described in this movie um no max is this uh angsty teenager you know kind of self-conscious teen yeah you know and he's he's afraid of being a loser and turning into his dad basically his father, father, father. It did kind of bug me that Max did have a full name though, and Goofy is never really addressed by his full name. But is that why he looked it up? Yeah, I was like, why the hell does Max have a full name? Max Goof, and they they said a couple Max times. Goof. And the movie starts on the last day of uh, school before summer vacation, so everyone's just pretty much checked out already. Like, no one wants to do anything. And we're going to be just having a, this just the last day assembly, this assembly, this large assembly, which I don't even know what the point of it was. Were they just going to they're talking about a giant slumber party or something? I think it was just kind of like oh. general end of the year announcements. Like, here's what's going to be happening during the summer if you'd like to partake kind of thing. Oh, gotcha. See yeah. you back next year, you know, sort of. Like, if you want to, if you're going to be in summer school, here's some announcements for that. If you're going to, you know, do these summer extracurriculars, here's some announcements for that. That sort of thing, kind of. Yeah. Last day of school announcements. Well, the funny thing that you mentioned, the slumber parties, Eric, because that's something that I wrote down in the notes about science slumber parties. (laughs) It's like literally the last thing he says before the lights go out. But could you you even imagine that? Just a full class of children, just all those children – for science yeah. all sleeping in like the gymnasium <laughs> like what i doubt that would ever happen <laughs> I, if i recall ever. correctly he was ma- like he was just kind of making suggestions on like oh, activities you can yeah. partake in to keep out of trouble during the summer kind of thing so shout dumb. out to the voice actor too wasn't he the one that uh is in like all those uh disney i think movies? he played the, yeah i think he played the principal in like every everything in the 90s wallace sean he, he was in uh clueless for sure yeah wasn't he a, a teacher in that too? Like he always. I think so. Yeah, he was a teacher in Clueless. But what did you guys think of uh, like Goofy and Max's relationship? I feel like I felt like it was pretty typical of a teenager and their parent. You know, especially unfortunately, like a, a single parent. Yeah, unfortunately, Goofy had the you know the the double whammy of not not only being a parent to a teenager but being a a very goofy parent to a teenager, and so that doesn't mm-hmm. help the situation. Like that doesn't really help his teenage son take him more seriously or mm. try and get along with him. It doesn't help him have any sort of common ground or anything like that. So it's just all button heads right there, which is unfortunate. You know, everyone is always, especially as a teenager, um, you're always super self-conscious of how you look and how you're coming off to people. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of think of the goofy family as like, they're just kind of inherently 
awkward looking as is. Max kind of feels like he already has that stacked against him. And that was something yeah. that I could relate with growing up because I felt like I, I also went through this like really awkward phase myself where I, I had the braces, I had the glasses, I had the whole getup. And the acne. But did you wear the purple and the teal? <laughs> not, not in high school. In elementary school, uh, most certainly he did. But not in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the purple and the teal. Let's bring it back, dude. That's Actually. Oh, that's, and, and it has to be that, like, what is that fabric that's like... <laughs> uh, the, the windbreaker stuff? Yeah, yeah, dude. The windbreaker oh. fabric. Bring them back. Bring them back with the hats that look like... There's like purple, teal, purple, teal, and then the bill was purple. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those, and I had the matching jacket with the matching like, j- like what, what was that attire? Is that is that is that jog wear? No, is that? I think um, so. Well, I don't know. Windbreaker wear. Jumpsuit. <laughs> is it jumpsuit? I, I think is that so. What I called? think it jumpsuits? probably is. If it matches, like you have windbreaker top and bottom, that's like a jumpsuit. That's a jumpsuit? Oh my gosh. No, because a jumpsuit is like a full, like, they're attached. Come on, fashion people. If it's a jumpsuit, they're attached to each other. I do not. I don't dress myself. I dress myself, and then Abby goes, are you sure you're going to wear that? And that's when I know it doesn't match. (laughs) Bring it back. Bring it back, dude. Fanny packs. Hello. Fanny packs. Those things are actually extremely useful. People don't understand. The last time I went to Halloween Horror Nights, I took a fanny pack. You put your phone in it, put your keys in it. You just no wear it around your waist. Steal. Yeah. yeah, you wear it around your waist. No one's going to get into your bag, right? In in line to steal your shit. There's actually a new style of that now where it just goes across your chest. Like I don't I don't even think that's considered a fanny pack. Michael. It's, yeah, it's like a it's a separate style. <laughs> Michael does that. It's a it's still a fanny pack. It's just people are wearing it that way. No, I, I think it's actually a different oh. style because it's like you know the fanny packs kind of protrude from your body. This one's supposed to spread out more across your chest. It's supposed to be flatter and like held tightly against your body, I think. Lame. Hmm. No. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Bring back the fanny pack. That's right. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag fanny packs. Fanny packs forever. Fa- fanny packs forever. Yeah, dude. Never let them die. <laughs> Never let them die. Stepping away from the goofy family, what do you, what'd you guys think of PJ and Bobby, like the, the friends of Max? I think, I think it, it literally, it fits that 90s skater group. There was like always that like weird techie hippie dude, mm. and then there was Peach with 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 him just being kind of this like heavy set, kind of equally not as a uh, 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 um, popular kid. Then you got Max. Max, there you like go. I you think said it equally not as popular. They're just kind of like a little group of misfits. Yeah, but they were perfect, and they and they perfectly um um um. Like they seamlessly uh, fit together as 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 like the perfect cool little group. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. It was I always kind of envy that because I never really had that growing up. Like I, I didn't have like this like whole click thing, you know. That... What you and Dario were pretty pretty smooth fit there. Oh really? Out of all my friends, you chose Dario. <laughs> <laughs> that was all the right. joke. <laughs> and like how you said, it was like someone that was like super ride or die for you, like how uh, PJ was. Um, mm-hmm. He was ride or die for Max, and mm-hmm. I felt like whatever kind of shenanigans Max came up with, uh, Peach was always there. And I, I felt like Bobby just wasn't bothered by anything. He was like, I'm down for anything. Let's go. It's true. Well, what what does it say, though, that, that this kid likes to get paid in Cheese Whiz? In Cheese Whiz, Can he dude. not get his own Cheese Whiz? 
I mean, he didn't look like he was the most wealthy, but man, he's I, I no doubt that guy is smart. Like he knew his yeah. shit. Yeah. He did all that, right? He did he he figured out all the technology part. Like he like when they're backstage, right, and he's like doing all that shit, he he even voices to him, he goes, he goes, ah, Come on, man, I'm doing all this for you and he slaps the thing down and he goes, <laughs> Why is he welding? Like what is Why is he welding a wire? <laughs> what the hell is he doing? <laughs> I asked that exact same question. I was like, what is he doing? And then it shows like a skull on it's the like screen graphic, for no yeah. reason. <laughs> what is he putting together? What the that hell? That, that high tech nineties. Is that how people were doing their video production back then? Like you're you had to do like welding and like fusing of wires together just to get shit to work? Maybe that was like the whole thing was it was so complicated that he only knew how to do it. And it's just <laughs> a right. mess of wires and it's yeah. like He's hired to do this one job, but like, God, he does it so perfect. And then when he falls out on on the stage, what do you think about that? Like, how 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 would you feel falling out on the stage and actually seeing the people you were like? Oh, dude. Well, because a Peach, it's pronounced Peach, PJ. Right? Yeah, Peach, PJ. Yeah, Peach. Yeah, so Peach. Peach was the one that fell first, and he was like already embarrassed, even though like no one even noticed it. So it's, right, and then, like, that would Max, be funny. Like, rolls all the way out. It's interesting because I feel like, you know, hijacking the assembly, not that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, doing a little musical performance, not that big of a deal. But I feel like I it became know. a big deal when they dropped the principal through the floor. That's what I, yeah, yeah. When he vanished, like, where did he go? It sounded yeah. very far. <laughs> well, just wanted to give a, a shout out to Pauly Shore, who played Bobby, because he had all the best lines. Seriously. He did. They, they just yeah. hired him and, for this movie, and they're like, just do your thing, Pauly. He made the first 15 minutes of the movie. Like, it was just yeah. basically every time Bobby popped up, like, you, that's what you remembered. It was, like, this, the weird shit that he would say. And Max, check it out. The Linen Tower of Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, the way that he just smacks it into his face. <laughs> dude. Oh, oh, so man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. You know what's funny? How they show him, like, the first, the first bit that you see of him is him drinking drinking out of the fountain with a, with a straw. straw like a weirdo right <laughs> and he just goes he, he straight goes scrumptious <laughs> <laughs> so going back to the the assembly though like i felt like this this says a lot about max when he rolls out onto the stage it, he's almost kind of exposed at this at this point but then he just rolls with it and it, it almost becomes way better than just him doing this performance backstage. It's like now it's live. He's out in front of everyone and everyone can see it. Yeah. That was really cool. It gave me goosebumps. Yeah. And then, you know, before he rolls out on the stage and it's just like the, the four, the four colored screen thing he had going on that mm -hmm. he was performing in front of. I found a t-shirt of that and now I want it. Oh, wow. <gasps> really? Yeah. yeah. It's just, a, it's just the four colors and shows, you know, Max as Powerline. Like in all five. I, I love it. Or? Yeah, yeah, where it's the four faces, but it's just it's it's like all inverted color. Yes, gotcha. Fantastic. I think it's actually a Coles T-shirt. Yes, hot topic, of course. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, different dance poses too. Yeah. Oh man. So go go ahead and uh, visit your hot topic website and uh, type in promo code Afflictionados for zero percent off. <laughs> zero percent off. Yeah. Zero percent off, none. Type in a promo code Fluxionados for an error, an error message that that code isn't <laughs> does not valid. work, it's not valid. <laughs> that it is not valid. So, needless to say, this awesome performance, this assembly, gets cut short because Principal Mazer 
has to has to come back and uh, be a killjoy. So he puts a stop to it. He pulls the plug and uh, busted. Oh, man. You know what's so funny? Rewatching this movie, I kind of experienced that, like, crush feeling again with, with Max. Just how they were acting with one another and oh, how awkward and... they were. Yeah, awkward, but didn't know how to talk to each other. And then she's like messing with her hair no one does that you know and it's like all this cutesy cutesy stuff and it's like it's so cute i don't care about like oh you know like oh that that ain't real blah blah blah. no it's cute it's like that's exactly how i felt if i can put myself back in 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 school when i and had you can crush. tell that like, she's into him too yeah. yeah just absolutely gaga over each other and there's just this little sense of like oh like, would we work or like, how yeah, close it's we kind get? of like that excitement, that unsure excitement. You're like, okay, this is, you know, this is, this is fun, but also kind of scary at the same but time. But what about the music? Like, I am a big sucker for like attention to detail and like the music, like the, that symphony music, every time they'd see each other, it's like, you know, it's that very nice, sweet. To invoke that emotion. Music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would actually feel how, how they liked each other. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's, that's so freaking cute. That's exactly what the musician intended. So good job. It, it's kind of like a, a weird roller coaster because I remember as a kid watching that assembly get cut short. I'm just like, oh man, that was so cool, you know? Yes. And then like, so I'm just as defeated as Max is. And to go through that, you know, he's like waiting in the principal's office and then uh, Peach walks out and he's like, he had just gotten done talking to Principal Mazer and he's like, oh, my dad's going to kill me. You know, he's like, yep. shit bricks. And then that's Petrified. where that's where Bobby he does that. Was that line again? Oh, when he goes, Mazer, what's up, bro? <laughs> Slams the door and just starts explaining his side of the story. I, I I I replayed that part to see if I could hear what he says right after he closes the door, and he just goes into so <laughs> straight, stupid stoner oh skater hippie dude. So funny. I could I could only imagine how that conversation went and how he got out of trouble. He probably somehow miraculously talked his way out of it. He seemed pretty suave. Yeah. God, he is one of my favorite characters. Bobby is. And he doesn't really pop up again until the end of the movie, huh? Correct. I I guess they could only afford Pauly Shore for like the first 15 minutes. But he made the most of it. Yeah. It was was crazy seeing that the roller coaster of emotion because Max is sitting there and, you know, he's kind of shitting bricks himself. Roxanne and her friend, uh, what's her name? Stacy? They walk up and they're just like, hey, you know, you should go talk to him or whatever. So it's kind of like the whole Max is thinking like she she wouldn't be into me. And then Rock sounds like he may not be into me. Someone's got to make the move. That's yeah. so cute, dude. It's so cute. It is cute. After the really positive um, conversation where they discuss like going to the party together, right? And he starts dancing with the secretary, dude. It's so funny what she says. She goes, uh, I'm not on my break yet. Dude, that's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Move with the groove. Move with the, with the groove. With the... Dude, see, that, there he is again, dude. He comes down and he goes, yeah. So funny. He's so funny. I love Bobby. And you know what? It, it, it could have been an advantage that Bobby went in first because maybe he could have kind of like, uh, you know, softened him up a bit. So the punishment wouldn't have been so bad for Max. But seeing Max basically not worry about being in trouble and dancing with the secretary or whatever, I think that's what kind of pissed him off again. And that's when he called Goofy and gave him that whole speech of like ending right. up in the electric chair. Yeah, dude, the electric chair. Like, all the way to the electric chair. But it's funny that, that Goofy and, and Pete 
at the at the photo place were discussing that, right? Of course, of course. Pete goes, yeah. I mean, it's only a matter of time before your son gets into a gang and 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 starts creating riots, right? And then that's exactly what the what the principal said, or a variation of, and mm. used those two terms. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so Goofy's just thinking, oh my god, like I don't want my son to literally be. Maybe, and and that's also what what Goofy. Like what drove Goofy to want to do all this too is he's trying to save his son from a potential death, right? He's got this in his mind. His best friend Pete is telling him otherwise, and like that's all he's got. I mean, did this piss you off though? Because for me, I'm like, why is Goofy so gullible? He straight up like he hears this whole speech about the electric chair, and then you know Pete, he's also kind of like reinforcing this idea, and so he's just like, okay, I believe it. It made me so mad for him because he's just such a nice dude, and he just. He probably just like gives everybody the benefit of the doubt and assumes that everybody's trying to help him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and, and that everybody has the best intentions in mind. I mean, but that's that's the character. Yeah, and I feel like Pete is just. He always kind seems of kind of scheming. Bag. Yeah, he always seems like he's he, he has like ulterior motives. Well, Pete's always been Pete in um um like back in the old times with with Steamboat Willie. Yeah, he, he was like was always the, the bad villain. guy, right? Yeah. And he's a, yeah, and then like even in the kids shows like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and stuff, which I am very very familiar with. He's also a villain. <laughs> he usually is the one who's like causing some sort of mischief, and then they kind of set him straight. And he's like, oh yeah, I was wrong. And then he's you know they, they he he like admits his ways and takes responsibility for his actions because that's what they do in kids shows. I think this would be a good uh, spot to also mention. There were two scenes that cracked me up as a kid <laughs> watching this. One was during the uh, the initial song where. The bus driver's like, I'm going to sit on my butt. <laughs> so that part, I, I don't know what it yeah. is about butt humor, but that always got me. And then the second, still part that, me up. the second part that always cracked me up was when that little girl that's in the photo shoot, she runs away and it shows her butt. She's like, ah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and she's like, fishy, 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 fishy. Fishy, fishy. I'm so happy that they keep that in Nowadays, they're stripping things out of shows and, yeah. and and movies because they're offensive to just freaking everyone. It's 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 a scene. I'm fine. You guys are fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with us. Like, we didn't. We grew up with these movies, and it's like they're treating it like, oh, that's 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 exposure. That's that's gonna change people's minds. Like, no, no, not at all. Like, they they're really starting to get rid of a lot of things. Yeah. And it's and it's crazy. You wouldn't redo this movie with modern clothes, would you? Right, like you would do it with the same exact '90s style. That's how it's in. Whereas, like, if you tried to redo Goofy movie in a modern time, it would be weird. You know, I think that's that might be one of the reasons why I don't like an extremely Goofy movie is because I felt like it was kind of more the same, but it was different. I was introduced to these characters in a Goofy movie, and then now they're trying to change it up and present it in a different way. And I'm like, nah, but I. I kind of liked how they were before, you know, I don't know yeah. if I like this now. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it too. I understand. Like a number two of, of movies back then wasn't, it, it was either a hit or a miss like Mulan. I, there, there can't be a Mulan two, And there is, but it, I still have not there is? Really seen it. There is the animated. Yeah. One? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's a Mulan two, And that was one of those straight to straight to TV. It yeah, was the never in back theater. Then were like straight to video. Uh huh. The second one is Mulan Rouge. <laughs> very much not not <laughs> how heartbreaking would it be where you finally get the attention from like this girl or guy that you like and then immediately like your parents just like cock block you and say nope like scrap all your plans 
Like, how devastating would that be as a teenager? You know how devastating that that was? Like, watching that? You know how quickly she fucking gave up? <laughs> I know. She didn't like, even hear the I'll reason. Else. Yeah. Like, me and Abby were watching that, and she saw that immediately. She, she goes, oh, didn't even hear his reasoning. Like, yeah, my dad. Oh, no, it's fine. It's, it's cool. I'll just go with someone else. Like, immediately. <laughs> she took offense to it because he realized that maybe he made a mistake, and he was like, oh, sorry. You know, I actually don't want to go to this party with you. So I felt mm. like she just interpreted it differently. Yeah, she was just, you know, from a, from a girl's point of view, she was probably just like, oh, he doesn't like me after all. Yeah. He realizes he's made a mistake. I think she was hurt, yeah. Yeah, and so she's, you know, like, she's she she thinks it's her, and of course it's not. Well, he's kind of giving the whole, it's not you, it's me type of thing, but instead of that, he's saying, it's True. not you, it's my dad. <laughs> right. And she's like, whatever, yeah, I don't I don't need to hear any excuses, like, it's fine. You, we don't need to go to the party. Yeah, and, but then when he hears, oh, she she might go with somebody else, He's like, oh, I no. need to fix this right now. Right <laughs> oh, now. Yeah. And the thing that he comes up with. <laughs> it's just an impossible thing. I'm yeah. going all the way across country. Like, there's only one thing that can top going on a date with Roxanne, and that's actually going to see Powerline in LA. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can't go on a date with you because I'm going on a date with Powerline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so funny that you say that, Eric, because I... I noticed right after he explains it, he literally makes a sound. He goes, <laughs> like, I can't believe I just came up with that. It's so funny. Oh, that's good. Can I ask you guys this? Eric, how would you feel going to a girl that you like, the house, and the dad being that fucking large? Oh, man, yeah. And then Super you, Steph, our dad. <laughs> yeah, well, well, then you, Steph, like, how did it feel being the one with the big dad? <laughs> Well, um, fortunately, he was he was nice, so he wasn't he wasn't exactly all that scary, even though he was a big dude. Oh, okay, he wasn't a big bulldog. People were usually like, yeah, people were usually like, oh, your dad's so nice. And you know what? I I kind of got that sense from her dad as well because he's like this big, like lumbering kind of ogre looking dog. But um, he he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think he was putting on a front. I bet if you got to really know him and if once he started liking you, he was probably like a like a gentle giant, you know? Yeah, uh, wiggle his tail. <laughs> And she's like, go inside, daddy, and like pats him on the back and stuff. Yeah, pats him on the little, like, yeah, little butt right at the end. Now I want to talk about the road trip. So they start the road trip, and this is when they they bust out into the open road song. I, I realized that this is when I realized how annoying Goofy is to me. Yeah. His, <laughs> his talking and singing is just, I'm like, how... I don't remember him being this annoying before. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly, it's exactly what, what, what you expect. Goofy's just goofy ass voice to sound like while singing. Imagine that being your entire life. Yeah, dude. And that is what Max feels. Yeah. Yeah, That's how I probably will be as a dad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that's how we'll sound to our kids. No matter what. So exactly yeah goofy. maybe that's what julian thinks you sound like when you're singing he's like stop <laughs> you know what i thought was really funny about their road trip was some of the games that they played right like like when he goes down the list and he and, he, and, and then they do the one where it's like man or woman and he goes oh walt, yeah walt disney i i i just thought it was so funny because it's like who else could they just cameo in their movie just out of nowhere yeah. do you know how many times disney was referenced 
in this movie. Like I, I picked up like three different times. And one of them was when there was Mickey and Donald on the side of the road. Oh, okay. Kind of stranded. Okay. And then, you know, the whole like a guess who game in the car and they say right. Walt, Disney. Walt Disney. And then also his keychain little like decoration had the Disney D in yeah, cursive. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I'm going to look for that real quick. Those were the only ones that I, I realized. But did you guys notice any other references to Disney? No, I didn't. I didn't catch the. Uh, I didn't catch the. Oh, I do see it. <laughs> it is the D, golden red. That's so funny. Oh man, see little attention to detail. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, I do. Um, when they go to that motel, the like the under the sea themed motel, and the nightlight is like a an aerial. Like it's not blatantly aerial oh. but you know it has oh, like the little green mermaid. thin and the purple the purple bra and the red hair flowing red up here that's He's funny. like flipping it on and off and then he does say classy yeah i love that yeah. shit, like the little cameos and like little easter eggs i love that i'm a big fan yeah um there was an embarrassing an embarrassing moment for me during this this uh open road song i don't know why i thought this as a kid but the whole part where it shows the truck the tow truck driver driving next to him and you know how he almost swerves into him and he's like watch it mac or you'll be getting toad yeah okay (laughs) i i don't know why i thought i was thinking frog toad right there and i was like what does he mean by that i never understood that oh that's hilarious (laughs) you know that's funny threw me off my whole childhood because i'm like every time i see this scene what does he mean by toad i don't get it thought about and it's been in the back of your head for 20 years it's impeding your whole life. Well, as a kid, you don't like our parents, like they've never really gotten towed before. And so I wouldn't see a tow yeah. truck. I didn't realize that's what he was driving until I got older. <laughs> or you could watch a movie with the captions. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they spelled toad wrong. They spelled, <laughs> they spelled toad wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Could you imagine? Your wife's next to you, right? And you guys are watching it together. And then you say that. What would you say? Hey, man, they got a toad wrong. And, like, she looks at you like... You're on crack. Like, like the frog? And you're just like, yeah. <laughs> you know what's so funny about that whole scene? When when they drive up next to that truck, right? Where where there's, like, another goofy playing the piano. And those, those three hot women come out. And they're like, howdy, boys. Is this the way to Nashville? <laughs> why'd they come out of that you know and then that whole scene right like i i didn't i didn't realize but there's like so many things going on there's a fire truck right there is someone coming in on a on a parachute Parachute. into his like wife's like 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 the bride's car and stuff then you got some dude in a trunk with cement on his feet and he's tied up like that dude is literally gonna go die like yeah and they just threw all that in there and you're like what is happening right this, now? This is all happening on the freeway at one time. <laughs> yeah, all at once. There's the even nuns, like a limo. The guy going to prison. Yeah. The, the zombie in the hearse. The zombie in the, yeah. Like, and he says Not really a zombie, morgue. but like the dead dude, yeah. He's like reanimated. So funny. Like, he pops <laughs> up and... It was the power of the song. The song is what, like, briefly reanimated him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He had, to, him he back had to, to get to his life. last line in there. <laughs> Got it? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. I cannot wait to see what you guys think of that that theme park, that possum based theme park. Oh, oh I'm I'm so happy we're talking about this right now. Oh my gosh. This reminds me of like land. a broke ass Chuck E. Cheese. 
Oh, dude. Like, you already get the whole, just the whole feeling with the girl being dragged in. Like, I don't wanna! No! It's almost like a <laughs> horror movie. Yeah! <laughs> and it's like, the possum is even just, there's sharp teeth, there's no eye color, it's all just cement looking. It's like, it's awful looking. It looks like, yeah, something from like, Freddy Fazbear's like, Pizza Hut or something. Uh, the thing is, I've been to Chuck E. Cheese, and they used to have this like, animatronic show, and I think that's what that... Exactly like that, it's supposed to be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. made out of like, a couple like, two by fours. I love it. And it's all like, breaking down as, <laughs> as it's happening. <laughs> the way the like, keeper hits the freaking stage to fix it again. <laughs> They don't have the budget for this. You know, they're barely making ends meet. <laughs> oh, gosh. So good. I mean, and it like... Is. But it's so terrifying at the same time. And what even made me kind of solidified not really wanting kids, at least right now, is that little girl that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's awful. Just hearing just everyone trying to sing, just this little buck-toothed child staring at you, just screaming. I would just... That alone is what, <laughs> what's keeping you from being a parent. Let me yeah. explain something to you, though. When it's your child, you think it's like the cutest shit that's ever happened, right? And so, like, I know, I know, I have that biased parent view. Uh-huh. And so a lot of the times, I'll be sitting there and I'll be like, "Oh man, you know, my kids are the cutest things that ever happened." And then I'll stop myself and be like, "Is it cute to just me? Like, is this annoying as fuck to everybody else around me right now?" Oh, probably, <laughs> probably. And they just cuss that kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude. Oh. <laughs> Kill me now. Only <laughs> other parents other, other understand. Like we'll look at each other and be like, "Yeah." But you know what's funny? So, 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 going back to the possum land, when Max and them like finally got out of there, and Max is just completely just fucking done with it, right? He he was, oh, yeah. he was done. He he was like, He's "I am." I am I am out of here and then he, he meets the freaking the man like the possum man just in the just the, the mascot suit. suit yeah I can't tell you how how often who's your favorite possum just plays in my head that would terrify Brenda because she actually she has this fear of those like giant mascot suits so every time we go to Universal she hates how they walk around in like the Simpsons <gasps> suits she's like fuck that let's go this way that's hilarious. Do you have you ever been to Halloween Horror Nights with her? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so the big tall things, right, on the stilts? Yeah, those freak it, her out? it's like things like that. Yeah, that are like oversized. Yeah. It freaks her out. It's awesome. Um, I wanted to actually bring up a a, a cool thing about that possum theme park thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. apparently, that's loosely based off of Disney's own Country Bear Jamboree attraction at that's their hilarious. parks. So it's like they're, they're actually something that is kind of resembling that in the uh, I think it's like the Toontown area. Oh, OK. That's funny. Disney's actually working on a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, the one over here in California, they're, they're working on a lot of stuff in that Toontown area. Uh, me, uh, me and Abby went there recently and they were having a whole bunch of like construction and such going on over oh. there. And I think they were adding to the park, maybe. Little by little, they're almost like taking over Anaheim. <laughs> yeah, dude, Disney. I mean, Disney owns so much. Let me ask you guys. How dope was Pete's RV? Oh, my They meet up with, uh, with Pete and PJ. Mm-hmm. I wanted that RV. Yeah. And this thing was like straight up like cutting trees to make room. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> That 
part was so freaking hilarious. Yeah. The bowling alley on top. Bowling okay. alley. The pool. I love how over the, the top system. everything was. And I'm pretty sure that thing was beer on the inside, just like the Spice Bus. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <sighs> Man, but the way that PJ was cleaning with his butt while listening to Powerline, that, that was funny. <laughs> that was, yeah. That that's so funny. And when he sees Max, like I actually didn't really realize like how Max is literally just standing there and goes, Hey. Like, <laughs> hey. He's like, What a goob. What a yeah. goob. But I think I think if if I had an R V like that it almost transforms. Like it's it starts off like a regular R V and then it like triples turns in size. into a whole resort. <laughs> and they kinda I mean they kinda do they have ones that do that like the little piece comes out Expands, and then you yeah. have like a whole living room. But like when, when it's all together, you don't have any room on the inside because it's all squished together. Oh my gosh. On the inside. Mm-hmm. Like if it, when, you know, so you can't like hang out inside that thing while it's on the road. I've never been in one. You just have to be side by side. You can't like be in a, a circle or anything like no. that. Yeah. Just in each of the chairs that are available. <laughs> That's the dream. It was, it's very much like just kind of making fun of the whole um, like how ridiculous some of these RVs are with the the amenities that they mm-hmm. come with, right? Like it's just like, well, what other crazy shit can we add right. on this? Yeah, they were just yeah, it was like four quadrants of crazy ass shit. It was like to the left of it was what uh, was that? Was that like badminton? No, no, no. Was it basketball? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I think there were because I remember hearing like the ball the ball drops and bounces. Yeah, and it has the pool. It has like a whole patio with like all the patio furniture, right? Right. Yeah, and like a grill, like right? umbrellas and stuff. Yeah, yeah and, and the grill. <laughs> <laughs> and then on top was the bowling alley, which is nuts. I feel like, but I feel like Pete and PJ showing up in the RV, and then uh, Pete gives him that terrible advice of like under the sun and stuff. And and then you know he tells he tells Max like, oh, we're going fishing right now. I feel like that's kind of a little bit of a the turning point because even though, you know, I don't think it was the right move to be like, you know, this is what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go fishing and whatnot. But that was when they catch Bigfoot. And yeah. get stuck in the car overnight together. After showing him the perfect cast. I wrote it down. <laughs> I wrote all the steps down. And by yeah. golly, it's great. <laughs> it really is. Oh, God, what is it? He just goes, he goes, you got to be loose. Relaxed. Feet apart. 10 o'clock. 2 o'clock. Quarter to 3. Torres Jute. Twist over. Pot of beret. I'm a little teapot. <laughs> Wind up and <laughs> let it fly. Let it fly. I want to know who came up with that. Who like like who in the writers' room? Yeah, yeah, in the writers' room with all the little animation wall and everything, like showing like all the details of him doing the little things. But the whole like I'm a little teapot. Yeah, killed me every time. I'm like, oh my god, because it well happens so fast. Like he's doing all these little moves. Things are also inadvertently happening where he he kind of steals the steak off of the grill yeah. and then he launches that a mile downstream and then it like he thinks that he captures some sort of fish in this little like one foot stream. He's like, must be a three pounder. Yeah, dude, that that one was so funny when he goes, "This must be over three pounds." <laughs> <laughs> my 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 other favorite scene is is when he pulls him out of the water, right? And then like Max freaks out and Can goes, you back "Oh, it's up a big, bit, Mr. Foot. <laughs> yeah, you're out of focus." <laughs> <laughs> he calls him Mr. Foot. That was my favorite Mr. part. Could you back up a bit, Mr. Foot? You're out of focus. Oh, so good. <laughs> the part that cracks me up too is when, um, well, eventually they they fling the steak back into Pete's face, and then when they're like, "Oh, it's big foot," and so he sees it, and he just picks up the grill and he just chucks <laughs> it into the, the RV. <laughs> Steaks and all, and then just like shuts the whole thing, and it all sucks up, and then they take off. Oh, it's so good. 
I think it's so funny that they that they Fucking went through the sunroof though to like get away from him. Like they were like, well, oh, they the had, the doors were locked. Yeah, like the oh, doors were locked, God. so they jumped They've through the, the sunroof. So and dumb. that was where they get stuck in the car and are like forced to kind of face each other. Yeah, Camp out. that's part of that like creative writing where, uh, like how Eric said, you know that that roller coaster of emotion, right? Like, um, mm-hmm. you know the uh, like under his thumb, we're doing this right now, but then they're in horrible turmoil with Bigfoot showing up and then they have to like make up with each other. Now there's this moment where they get to talk again and they just kind of vibe off of each other. And then that's where, you know, the, the mm-hmm. whole soup shows up. Yeah. They're forced to have that. Yeah. Breakthrough, yeah. yeah. And then after that, that was when, yeah, that was when Goofy finally gives them a little bit of freedom, which is like the opposite of what Pete advised. Right. And that was where they have the best relationship. Exactly. Life hack. If you don't have a can opener, just, just bite the, the top. top the exactly. <laughs> with your with your teeth, with your goof teeth. He even says that his dad. R.I.P. Teeth. R.I.P. Teeth. Yeah. Oh, fun fact about the scene too with Bigfoot. So uh, you know he's like rummaging through everything, and he gets like the underwear, like the white tighties. Yeah. He like looks through the little pool. <laughs> yeah. That one's so um, funny. So he he gets the headset put on, and he and uh, what's he dancing to? BG's staying alive. Staying alive. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys notice during that part, he's like dancing in the background. He starts off in one C pillar of the car and then he moves his way to the other C pillar. Uh-huh. His model just disappears. Like he doesn't disappear behind a tree. Like you you can still see his arms and his body and then just goes boop and he just like vanishes. Huh, I didn't notice that. No, I didn't notice that, but I, I, I will. That's so funny. You see him and then next thing you know, like next frame, he's gone. <laughs> yeah. Like Literally. vanishes into thin air. Gotta love it. Oh man, the, the beauty of editing. Because there's another thing uh, later on in the movie that that i did notice and i'll bring it up uh uh in a bit but yeah i i i love that scene just as soon as as soon as you start hearing you're just like oh i'm in it dude i'm in it (laughs) his shoulders are one at a time (laughs) such a good scene man to this day like when they when they like if somebody tells me to dance and i don't want to i still do this the little finger yeah dude (laughs) Yeah, you know, and that's funny because a lot of people, like, if they didn't watch Goofy Movie growing up, they're they're not going to get the reference. Yeah. Oh, no, totally not. Actually, I saw this clip before we started recording on one of the American Idols. I think it was, like, in 2019. One of the contestants did a Powerline song, and none of the nice. judges knew the song. They're like, "I don't, I don't get what the song is." But what? I'm like, "No one saw a Goofy movie. What, what the hell?" I would like to see this clip. You're gonna have to find this clip for me because I would like to see it. Oh, uh, I'll send it to you guys yeah. for sure. Yeah, I need to see that because what? You know- yeah, look up American Idol, and it, I think it was like Disney Week or something like that. So because oh, uh, Katy Perry is dressed up as Ursula. Sense. Okay. Yeah. That makes that makes more sense. Did you happen to do the research, Eric, on who sings? Because I don't want to overstep what you got listed. Who sings this Powerline? Uh huh. Tevin Campbell. How do you not know this? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't think I've heard him do anything other than. No, Powerline. he was. I mean, early '90s. He had a couple of songs that I guess were like late. I don't know, late '80s, early '90s. I want to say he had a couple of songs that were kind of popular. Because oh. I actually know, like, I I posted something about you know him and Goofy movie on Facebook like once upon a time. Okay. And uh, my my brother in law was actually like, oh, Tevin Campbell, and like named a couple of songs that were not any of the Goofy movie songs. And I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> you <know? laughs> so you know, he's he was known at some point. Okay, but of course, I I know him from a Goofy movie. So oh yeah, I mean that's where I know him from. That's the only place I know him from. 
Man, I felt bad when Goofy does hand over the the responsibilities of the map. And you know how Max is kind of like going all these places that he's interested in going. And so you kind of feel like, I mean, you know, it's it's nice that Max is having a blast now on this road trip. But Goofy is just, he seems so out of his element and uncomfortable and overwhelmed in all of these situations. You know, yeah. like the, the monster truck rally and, and the roller coaster and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, the roller coaster and then he's just trying to be supportive and he's just like trying not to be a bother but he's yeah, just but did like, you notice like you know when when they're at the monster truck thing and and uh max actually looks at him and notices that he's not having a great time so he takes him to see the world's biggest or was it like the ball of yarn or something yeah, yeah. The ball of yarn house or something like he totally did that oh first. boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah that's that's actually really sweet right like that's another turning point where you're seeing them getting along and trying to figure out each other and what he let, like they're each compromising exactly because max obviously not into it but he's like hey uh, do you think you'd be into this and it's on the way right because he's the navigator mm-hmm. so it's like he's he's the one picking it out he's the one that picked out the um the room even right so so yeah. so he picks it out and everything and also i'm, I'm wondering how much is this costing him because all the shit that he's doing looks expensive well, Man, it was back the in the 90s. 90s things were, yeah. you know, you could you could do stuff off of one income and things weren't as expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a nice ass house, this two story big ass house, a parent. you know. Yeah. And what what does he do? He works at like a pharmacy? No, he's a, like, he, he, do, he does photography, apparently. Like he works at a photography studio. Uh-huh. Taking oh, kids pictures like the and stuff. Photo section of like a CVS or something. No, <laughs> I, I like, think it's like the, photo, the photography section of like a JC Penny. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's like a department store. He works at a department store. Apparently they pay pretty damn well. We're in the so. wrong line of work. Yeah, shoot. <laughs> I mean, paying twenty a photo. <laughs> Here's the thing: like they're getting, they're actually getting along. They're making compromises. They're doing stuff with each other for each other, etc. It's nice mm-hmm. until freaking Pete comes back and intervenes again. Yeah. And ruins it again. They they straight ditched him. Like didn't even think like they were going to be eaten by Bigfoot or anything like that. He was just like, we're out of here. Yeah. What an asshole. What did you guys think of the high dab soup? Like that, that touching it was moment. Cute. Yeah. Like that one, I I definitely teared up a bit, just kind of thinking. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. Just like I started realizing that Max is, 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 is coming to, to light with like his dad just wants the good time, right? He just, he loves them. The difference was he actually listened to Goofy. I think that's when he, what really got him was when he was like, I remember when you used to spell, I love you in the soup and he was yeah, just like oh, man. Right. and so he was like oh i mean i don't feel comfortable doing that but i'll at least give you a hi dad you know and yeah. that was that was enough for a parent and i could see i've seen this happen to parents before like i feel like even stuff that my sister would do would make my dad tear up Aww. um they would clash a lot like my sister and my dad and it was because there was so much love there and you know my sister would i'm i'm kind of like on your case because i want you to walk me down the aisle see me get married and see my meet my kids and stuff and it it kind of took all that fighting for it to finally get through to him why they were fighting in the first place right pretty much yeah fortunately he did he was around to do most of that stuff at least you know yeah Max and Goofy are, they're starting to kind of get along now. They're making compromises up until Pete comes and fucks it up again. Yeah. Goofy finds yeah. out about the map and he's, he's all sad. And they actually come to the fork in the road. 
And this always, this part right here always reminds me of coming from the, the 210 going into Redlands and then you split, like going <laughs> right. east and west. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Better pick it or else you're going to hit the wrong one and you're going to get stuck. <laughs> All my childhood, I felt like freeway junctions were such a dramatic thing because of this movie. I agree. It's life or death. I was like, oh my god, a junction! <laughs> a junction. Oh, dude. Or even worse, the one going to, um, like, because uh, I don't really know the freeway numbers, but the one going towards where it goes towards Fontana Bloomington and cuts off and goes towards Riverside one way or goes to San Bernardino the other way. Mm-hmm. And it's just that junction down that the way. The Yeah, something down that way. And it's like, I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. I hate how high you go up on some mm-hmm. of the freeways. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know if you wanted to mention your experience on the that junction stuff, but that was freaking wild. On the overpass. The highest overpass out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. on that overpass. Um. I was on the right lane. The outer one? You're crazy. Yes. Yes, I know. <laughs> and some bitch hit me from the driver's side and like basically tried to knock me off the overpass. Thank goodness they're pretty strong. Like I was talking to the tow truck driver afterwards and he's like, oh yeah, you're not going to go over the edge of that thing unless you're in something really big like a semi or something, you know? Um, yeah. So that was, it was terrifying. And then this bitch tried to say I hit her. So double whammy. What? My lawyers oh, are still working God. on it. <laughs> And and luckily, yeah, no one got seriously injured either. Just be yeah, like PTSD for the rest of my life. Pretty much, yeah. So, yeah, eventually they, after that fork in the road, Max decides to go to LA and uh, Goofy pulls over to the side of the road because he's just fuming, right, with uh, what's going on. And he feels so betrayed by, by Max mm-hmm. because all he, all he seems to care about is this damn concert instead of spending yeah. time with his dad. And so he gets out of the car and, you know, they're arguing. And then Max leans on the car and that shit starts rolling away. Mm-hmm. I was a little sad that we never got to see this Lake Destiny because it sounds pretty important. And, you know, like, obviously it means something to Goofy and it must be like this beautiful lake, but we'll never know because we never get to see it. That's true. Yeah. Lake Destiny. That is funny. Oh, man. Because, yeah, it, it, it. it... Like, it shows just a big fish, right? It doesn't really show, like, the lake. <laughs> On the map, <laughs> yeah. it's just a, a fish. Yeah, I wonder, see, I wonder, what would it would it be, would it be Lake Tahoe? Maybe. It seemed more north. It looked like it was up in, like, Washington. It's either, it's either in, like, Oregon or, like, southern Idaho is slightly oh, unclear. Is that yeah. Around that area, yeah. You know, looking at the screenshot of that map, that's around where the, the trail ends. So the car ends up going over the side of the road into the river and they follow it in. They're just floating on this damn car, like helpless. You know what are they going to do? They have no plan. They're still arguing. This is your fault. No, it's yeah. Fault. <laughs> I think it's uh, 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 that that was a scene that that really freaked me out because I think they're right. Like they're chasing the car. The car makes it down and into the water. But how it made it into the water was so freaky. I always yeah. get that like weird feel when I'm traveling through mountains on the side just like i'm always just looking over the edge like oh my god i'm just gonna be riding on the guardrail as it comes out of the ground (laughs) as you guys uh said before um this is where max well first goofy does the the perfect cast to try to save max but it's kind of unsuccessful so then um eventually the roles kind of change and so goofy is the one on the car max is the one that's that's uh off to the side now and so he has to perform the perfect cast to save goof right and he's doing it in the air too right right we'll see see goofy still had the fishing pole and after watching this scene again and totally tearing up just watching him 
save his own dad. Um, Goofy has the fishing pole and he's falling. And that's when Max grabs the fishing pole and, and starts saving his dad. But then his dad's like, like the cork the handle, handle pulls mm-hmm. off. And that's where he does the perfect cast and does the little, little teapot real quick. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy that they threw that in there. Yeah, he's like, ah, little teapot and go. <laughs> it was so good. I love that scene. But when he caught him, it was something to see them like look at each other like 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 just before goofy like falls right like you're just kind of staring at like huh, i can breathe and then they give you that and you're like oh oh no of course that's not the end of it and that was that seemed like it was the very end of the line too like oh just barely able to catch him before just he the barely ground. and i mean oh man yeah yeah like like when they finally see each other it was just that that final moment of like ah but you know what I actually really liked is is um um like while they're floating on top of the car before they even hit the waterfall right um they they are having that that real loving moment together where and it's after the singing um Max is finally explaining the whole situation right yeah. to Goofy like this is why I love this girl or I really like her a lot this is why the concert is so important Mhm and now now Goofy understands. Now he's no longer pissed. He's like, "Oh, Lake Destiny can wait. We can make that another trip. We're going Let's to fucking this concert. go." Yeah, and I think that's that's when I started getting really happy and excited. Oh wow! Now now Goofy, all Max had to do was just fucking tell him, right? Maybe that's what it all goes full circle to. Just, just tell communication. Them. Just communication, <laughs> right? And it's like, yeah, I I I love that whole scene of of them explaining to each other, and it's like you you. Like I, the whole movie was like, man, they're not good at explaining. And then he finally explained himself, and I felt good at, at the end mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, I, I was gonna say though, back to that that little waterfall scene though. Who didn't tear up a little when uh, Goofy comes out of that fog and they hug each other? I was, it, it was done. I was done. Yeah, no, it was, it was, yeah, I was definitely tearing up at that point for sure because I just felt so good that he saved him, and it was like, oh, comfort. And they yep. just looked at each other, right? And they just like, it's it's so it's so heartwarming. To That's see cool. That. They got to save each other in like a, sh- a short amount of time. You know, like shit's kind of hitting the fan on all yeah. fronts, and they actually have to work together to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but then you know, it just skips straight to the concert. And- yeah. Did you notice how how rushed it felt after that waterfall? Like, it seems like it's just like boom, like they're already in backstage area. They found yeah. a way in. It wasn't necessary to show any more of the journey because at that point they're just getting along. So it's just going to be them like singing songs and driving down the road. That's so. true. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, you aren't wrong. But you know what I thought was really funny? So I, I, I looked everywhere for the song by Powerline, right, be, before I, I realized uh, like who it was. And yeah. I'm looking for eye to eye, eye to eye. But it's I, the l- letter I, the number two, and then the letter I, I to uh. I. <laughs> Y'all trying to spell it correctly. Yeah, I think you. I think you can still find it if you look it up as you know eye to eye, like you know your eye. Um, oh, really? But if you look it up under Tevin Campbell, mm. for some reason, like if you look it up under Tevin Campbell, it's always listed under Tevin Campbell. Like they want to give him his credit, you know? Right. As, yeah. as opposed to Powerline. Sure, sure. Right, sure. No, because that makes sense. yeah, but you know, it's actually kind of funny. Like thinking about that song, just everything about it, it is kind of the whole story of goofy movie like if you listen to most of the lyrics it's like seeing it eye to eye you know for the first time like there's all these like little little snippets of 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 like 
getting along and like loving and stuff and and it's like finally seeing things eye to eye like there was a couple of little moments in the song where i was like oh that's kind of like what i just watched like, mm-hmm. so <laughs> i never noticed that like i know the lyrics and stuff but they are it, seeing eye to eye yeah that's uh-huh. true and it's cool like even on on stage like it didn't take them long to find their way on stage, you know, and it's like this giant concert, but there's apparently not that much security. <laughs> right. There's that one guy. <laughs> Goofy like takes like that little elevator up and he's already on stage. And so he's, he's dancing with Powerline, and, you know, Max is like, do the perfect cast. So he's like doing the whole dance routine without anything. And Powerline's kind of impressed by it. Yeah. And then he like starts like doing the dance with him, but it wasn't until he did like the moonwalk that I was like, Oh, <laughs> that's not part of the perfect cast. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole like max all three of them right powerline max and goofy are like doing the powerline dance moves and it's like how the fuck do they know the the choreography <laughs> they're professionals Man, they picked it up it was... from watching them do it once yeah right yeah just watching the one and they're like oh okay i see where you're going with it <laughs> no i thought it was funny when when the scene skips to the tv where all the kids are around the tv and they're waiting for max to show up and fucking bobby of course just in the crowd he goes that that goof kid ain't there (laughs) was that bobby yeah bobby freaking just randomly goes that goof kid ain't there oh that shit's so funny i I didn't know that he popped up again at the end Uh uh-huh yeah i knew it was it was uh roxanne and pj watching it at some point, um, they're they're dancing like I, I want to say it's like Stacy drops her glasses, and I think they run into each other, Bobby and and oh, Stacy, and yeah. she she drops her glasses or something, and they both reach down and they touch hands. Yeah, that's a cute scene. You know what I thought was actually kind of funny, and I I was trying to find some kind of consistency in it, and I couldn't quite find any consistency. But a lot of the attractive characters don't wear gloves, and their ears are normal. Huh. Interesting. Huh. I did notice that 95% of the people in this movie wear gloves, wear like gloves. the Mickey Mouse gloves. Uh-huh. That's that dog life. But like, but but if you look at, um, like at the very beginning when they're like singing, right, there's the cheerleaders with the pom-poms. They have no gloves. Then there's the weird gothic girls that are like, blah, they have no gloves. Then there's that one girl mm-hmm. who's like, who's that guy? She has no gloves. Roxanne True. has no gloves. Stacy has no gloves. Like, but then some of the dancers do because it's part of their their attire. But they're not the big goofy gloves. They're 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 skin tight, and it's just like yeah. like like a line. And and so I was just trying to see a consistency. But even like the twins in the very beginning at the very like like the beginning song, they're not wearing gloves. And then the male twins, the bigger the bigger dudes, aren't right. either. So I was like, hmm. There's no consistency with like race or or <laughs> or, or any of that within this world so i kind of like it like that i don't know it's like it keeps it they need some diversity yeah and i think i think the only reason that i like noticed that was because in the second movie uh extremely goofy movie bobby again at the end you catch him looking under his glove and he goes he goes hey do you guys ever wonder like why we're always wearing gloves it's like literally (laughs) right at the end (laughs) (laughs) yeah another thing too they're they're all dogs right except for Pete and PJ? I think they're supposed no, to be cats. Dogs. No, they're dogs they're, too. They're just they're like their little like cats. Or they're supposed dogs. to be cats. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're cats. Because of how Pete's supposed to be villainous, I think he's supposed to be the opposite of what Goofy is. Yeah. I don't like... believe this. I'm gonna look this up right now. I thought he was supposed to be like those little like crop eared kind of bulldoggy. No, no. I feel like that's the guy that's on the bus. <laughs> 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 I'm him gonna too. sit on my butt. Yeah, or he's Roxanne's the dad. 
Or Roxanne's dad, yeah. But then what is Roxanne, dude? What is she? Like, she's got to be a, like... She's like a prairie dog, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a real dog. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. Does it say? It does say that he's supposed to be a cat, but I still don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Because at first, at first, he bore the appearance of a bear, and what, then they in, changed like, it to a Willy? cat. Yeah, I guess oh, so. okay. He kind of reminds me of those those old school wall clocks where the eyes are shifty, you know? Like there's like... Yeah. yeah. Like that's what Pete reminds me of. The cat clocks. Got that like Cheshire cat smile on. See, and it's funny because the same scene when like Max does eventually show up and stuff and Bobby Bobby on cue again, he goes, yeah, Max on the tube, <laughs> dude. <laughs> of course. And then, he, and then he finishes, I know him. Freaking, he's so funny. I love that guy. He is my favorite character, my favorite just little stoner, skater, hippie character that just knows shit. He's so cool. Well, what about when they get to Roxanne's house? And even though he Max is kind of riding this high now, right? Like he he got to meet his idol yeah. in Powerline and dance with them. Like, but then he's still sad because he has to. He feels like he needs to explain his, himself to Roxanne, and he needs to explain that he actually lied to her initially, and that he didn't know Powerline previously going in. I think that's kind of nuts, like right? Because it's like you go through this whole adventure, and it's crazy you see it in the car like how it rolls up it it rolls up i think even the doors fall off when they stop right like it's trashed they went through hell and back they don't even give you any of the back right like they just like you're just you just see the whole trip there but you don't see the trip back it's just like they just came straight home and he yeah he has to tell her like yeah i lied and i told you that i knew them but i don't i think it's because eventually right like is she gonna ask hey can we go see them if your dad knows them it's like oh no he doesn't know them like how long would that Mm. be would that be months or years yeah so yeah so i think that's that's kind of nuts that they threw that in there like i think disney kind of threw stuff in there to teach us kids things i don't think no i don't think it was thrown in there at all because at some point he finally fesses up to his dad and you know about changing the map and stuff so he He's like learning the value of honesty or whatever. And then he, you know, feels he has to do the same thing with Roxanne. So, oh, well, then you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Him, him growing really is what this movie yeah, is that's about. His, that's his, his grown up moment. I love that. For his other one. Yeah. That's actually really cool. And of course you got to break up the, the drama with goofy, like crashing through the roof for no reason. Yeah. No reason that car exploded and it was bound to explode yeah how did it even make it out of the river in the first place exactly yeah that's a good question (laughs) i always wondered that too actually and they drove it back oh that is funny i didn't even really think of that and they drove it back i wonder how long it took for it to dry in the desert before they drove it back (laughs) (laughs) that's true did you guys like when uh when roxanne admitted to liking or digging his um max's laugh when she first heard it yeah it kind of tells you that the things that you're most embarrassed about, other people may totally dig it. It's yeah. crazy. Like, you just never know. She was wooed by his first initial super embarrassing yuck. <laughs> 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 yeah. And, like, she even says it, too. She's like, yuck. Like, she even, like, says it back to him. And it's 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 one of the cutest little moments that I've seen in uh, yeah. cartoons in a while. I thought the relationship was organic and um, You just ship these two so hard, Ryan. You like them together. Yeah, I think I think they make a good couple. Yeah, like I think 
people and they're not together in the next movie so it makes me sad yeah, like what happens that's true See, that that might be another reason it's like they she's like not even explained she's just not in the movie right yeah so it's like I guess I guess the reason that I'm so adamant about it is 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 it does take me back to some like childhood moments where I I've experienced things that Max experienced too just throughout his whole trip there and and it's 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 so cool to go back and watch these movies and be like oh wow like they were telling me stuff that I was going to experience 20 years before I experienced it yeah. <laughs> That was a wrap, folks. If you made it to the end of our podcast, then we're all heading to LA for a new Powerline concert. Yeah, boy. Any final thoughts or closing comments? You know, I, I love this movie. Every Everyone knows it now. I keep watching it over and over. I'm glad that you guys were able to come back to it. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought that you guys were just like me, just watching it, you know, constantly throughout your lives like everyone should. <laughs> Hopefully this will inspire other people to give it a, another shot again. Give it a, a, a new watch. I think the songs hold up. The songs are excellent. I think they, so too. Oh yeah, give Tevin Campbell some love. That's what I was gonna Hell say. Hell yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, great the voice. music, the music was great, and it and it totally it 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 suit the movie. It it fit exactly, just just all the different types of emotions and and feelings that I would get throughout the movie. It was like it was perfect. It was perfectly curated. The music was great. It's fantastic. Love it. In uh, our seven episode, our special guest Nicole, she actually talked about how she heard that some people sympathized more with Max when they were younger. And then as they got older, they kind of were leaning more towards goofy and like uh, his stance on things. Yeah. And I actually felt like watching it, I was still team Max. Like, I don't know. Like I, I goofy just seemed kind of annoying to me. That's what I was saying. Like a lot of the times I agree with that because like, as, as a now parent, I usually will, you know, empathize more with the parent side of things nowadays and be like, man, why are the kids being like this? Like, they're just trying to love you or whatever. Exactly. Uh, but in this case, like I said earlier, a lot of times I was like taking notes, like what not to do. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do what Goofy's doing here. You know? Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like um, he wasn't exactly like, he was always just going to one or one extreme or the other, just completely being a wet noodle or just being too, you know, taking peace advice a little too strongly. And they find that happy middle at some point, you know, obviously that gets broken up again by Pete, but, you know, they find it again and they keep it. So hopefully they, they can keep that relationship. But it's always just going to be a hard relationship when your kid is a teen, no matter what. You know, Eric, it's 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 funny because I'm the opposite of you. Like I was more team goofy once I became older. Right. Yeah. Like I started seeing how 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 goofy was trying to love his son overly. Right. He's 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 overly trying. And you can't always do that because you're going to get that like like when you love a cat too much. Right. Yeah. That like get off of me. And so, you know, I saw that for like as an adult now. And it's like I understand it because I was Max back then. Right. Or, or um, 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 think about my own relationship with my own dad, right? Like my dad, he, he's been a working man his whole life, and he's constantly talked about going fishing and going to these places, like how Goofy and Max did. I think, I think watching Goofy movie also kind of helped me visualize what it could have been, because I know my dad's mm-hmm. a little older, and we may not be able to ever do that kind of stuff just from financial reasons and age. And watching that movie, I can just kind of think like, ah, okay, that's how it would probably be. Well, Ryan. 
It was a blast having you on, man. I think you you fit right in, and uh, well, you, you brought so much energy to the show. Well, thank you. It was you a lot for, of fun having for, you on. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, inviting me, like, asking me what which one I wanted to do, and then picking Goofy Movie. I I really appreciate you guys having me on on the show. So, uh, yeah, thank you. I had no doubt that you're you're gonna be great on this episode because it's like it's something you were so passionate about. You know, you had so much uh, knowledge about yourself. Oh, shoot. I mean, we didn't have to twist your arm. Yeah, shoot. The <laughs> next one, you get me on Hercules, you get me on Mulan, you get me on all kinds of Disney movies. I love them. Ooh, Hercules. Yeah, yay. Hercules. Yay. Yay. Right. Right. Dude, yeah. Also, fun fact for the audience um, if you didn't know, Ryan is actually related to our other co host, oh, Michael. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I added that at the end because. <laughs> It, it's just like a, a little like Easter egg for, for those that are listening. But I also wanted you to stand out on your own and not be compared to Michael, you know? So it's like they would have to go through this whole episode and form their own opinion about you and then find uh, out that you are related to I Michael. I get so. you. Hey, I mean, you know, me and Michael, we have two different styles, right? Michael, you know, he, he, he has his own thing and his own shtick. And, you know, me, I use my ADHD for good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a superpower yeah yeah sometimes it's a curse affliction Auto's podcast is available on all major podcast streaming services including stitcher amazon music and iHeartRadio. new episodes drop on the first saturday of each month 5 a.m pacific thank you so much to the listeners out there for joining ryan michael michael stephanie and i <laughs> <laughs> for our special december bonus episode happy holidays everyone this has been Afflictionals Podcast, episode 19, a goofy movie. The perfect podcast. <laughs> and we'll see you all next time. A little smokage. Ow, 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 ow. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs>